Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we want to hear from him. The committee needs to do everything in our power to tell the most complete story possible and provide recommendations to help ensure nothing like January 6th ever happens again. One of the former president's most vocal critics, GOP Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney, calling for the subpoena. We are obligated to seek answers directly from the man who set this all in motion. If the former president doesn't comply with the subpoena, the committee could ask the full House to hold Trump in contempt of Congress. The DOJ could then potentially prosecute the former president, but chances of that are unclear. Anyway, that's the headline coming out of the January 6th thing from yesterday as they subpoenaed the president. The Democrats, of course, hoping that that will be an issue for voters come the midterm elections, and I just don't think that's going to rise above gas prices, bacon prices, <laughs> all the inflation, your home price, your interest rates, all that sort of stuff. So, Trump held in contempt of Congress. Now, I've had contempt for Congress for about 20 years. Is that the same, or is that different? <clears throat> well, speaking of politics... Uh, it's always great to have uh, Lon He Chen on the show. Lon He is a candidate for the state controller of California. He's a David and Diane Steffi Fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution, Director of Domestic Policy Studies at Stanford University. Uh, Lon He, great to talk. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, guys. Great to be with you. So uh, you're a numbers guy, and you're running for a numbers-oriented position, and, and we want to talk about that in a couple of minutes, but... 
You know, shortly before he passed away, Rush Limbaugh said there is no longer a constituency for fiscal conservatism. Nobody wants to hear about it. And certainly, if you look at the last couple of administrations and Congress on both sides of the aisle, it looks like he's right. And I just wonder, I know you're not a fortune teller, you're a, you're a domestic policy expert, but with, with the hyperinflation, the rampant inflation, the brutal prices, working people struggling just to put food on the table at this point, is it possible we'll have some sort of national reawakening to the idea of living within our means? I think it's entirely possible, especially when you uh, understand that part of the reason, I mean, a big part of the reason why I think we're experiencing this massive inflation in the country now is because of policy decisions we've made and decisions that are directly related to incredible amounts of fiscal stimulus and spending. Obviously, the Federal Reserve has had something to do with that as well and with their easy money policies for a very, very long period of time. But if you put that aside for a minute, I do think people look at the environment and they recognize that um, we can't continue to pursue this pathway we're on. The pathway that we're on has led to record inflation. And it's not just things that, you know, people don't buy. It's, it's basic commodities like gas and milk, uh, household necessities, even travel. I mean, I, in fact, the single biggest component of, uh, of indicators looking at the rate of inflation, the single biggest increase has been in airline travel in terms of how much we pay for airline tickets. I think a 40% increase year over year. So this is stuff where people will look and they'll say, okay, what's happening? Why is our economy doing this? And the answer is quite simple. It's because nobody's been there to sound the alarm about the way and the nature of our spending. If inflation continues for a while, though, and I think it will, and the Republicans take over, will the president still get blamed or will the Republicans start to uh, take the uh, the heat for it? Because whoever's in charge tends to get blamed for a bad economy. Yeah, and, and the problem, of course, is that even if the Republicans win you know, one or two chambers of Congress, nothing's going to happen because right. whatever they would want to do, the president will, will be against and vice versa. And, and, you know, we're kind of stuck in this difficult cycle for the next couple of years. Who takes the political blame? I mean, I think part of that is how the politics get played out by both sides. But I think that the reality is both sides need to wake up to the fact. And by the way, Republicans are, are just as guilty over the last couple of years of not being fiscally responsible, of not understanding what happens when you pump all this money into the economy, of being in favor of policies that unfortunately have driven up our debt and have driven up uh, the amount of spending. But if you put that aside for a moment, I, I do think that both sides have the potential to get blamed if this gets worse, because now both of their hands are dirty. Well, just, and they yeah. have to understand. Yeah, well, just one of the reasons I wanted to bring that up is um, uh, I heard some other pundits discussing this, so this is not my original idea. But you would think with inflation at a 40-year high, crime like we haven't seen for decades, Republicans would be running away from this thing as with this thing with this election all over the country as opposed to just a slight advantage. So what's going on there? Well, it, it's complicated. I mean, I think in different places the the economy is kind of playing in different ways. I I do agree with the notion that the economy is going to be the top issue in this election. I think you see it here in California. You see it in other states. I think in other states, there are issues, you know, whether it's crime or some of the social issues that do rise into that top three, top four. But fundamentally, I think the polling doesn't reflect where people are on the economy and how dominant it is going to be. I think people are going to be surprised by 
uh, how predominant it is. And as a result, I do think Republicans in many of these House races are going to do well. I think in many of the Senate races are going to do well. There's a few races where, where there's some candidate issues, but I do think overall the economy is going to be a much more significant issue than people are giving it credit for. Because I'll tell you, when I'm out there on the campaign trail, that is all I ever hear about from people is why does stuff cost so much? Why are we headed for recession? How did we get here and how do we fix it? Hey, speaking of polling, uh, how do I phrase this question? How well are pollsters, how, how good a job are pollsters doing these days in actually reflecting the support, uh, for Republican candidates and, and ideas? Uh, there's a widespread perception among folks who are on the right side of politics. And I just mean, you know, average everyday folks that, um, that, that conservatives are much more hostile to polling in general. So don't cooperate. Is there any truth to that? Yeah, I, I do think there's some truth to that. I do think that there is uh, th- there are a couple things going on. First of all, I think that pollsters are getting better at actually finding people. So for a period of time, as people were shifting from landlines to cell phones and their Internet use was increasing, pollsters had to accommodate the shift in how to reach people. But also they had to figure out how do we conduct uh, Internet polling or online polling in a scientifically valid way. And I think that shift you know, has happened over the last couple of years. I think it is, it is essentially complete now. So I think they've gotten better at that. The problem that you're talking about, sort of response bias, you know, who answers the questions, who answers them accurately, that is a very, very real problem. Uh, and I think if you talk to pollsters, they'll tell you that they have a, they have a challenge in terms of measuring where right-leaning Republican, self-identified Republican voters are, because that is, it, it can be hard to get either a real answer or any answer, because there is this distrust of the polling industry, uh, particularly amongst uh, some conservatives. So it's a, it's a problem. I think it's getting better. I think that it will be addressed more and there are scientific ways to correct for some of this. And so hopefully we'll have more accurate polling data. But, you know, the toughest question to answer is like, you know, what do the polls say? Because the reality is polls are kind of all over the place. A, and B, it's not clear they're a, an accurate representation of where the electorate is, particularly to your point on the right of center. Well, all right. I don't know if you've been listening to or reading what your friend Sarah Isger has been writing in the dispatch about issue polling. She says it's almost completely a waste of time. Do you agree or disagree? I mean, it's just well, it's so much yeah. about the way you phrase the question and who you sample. Exactly. Exactly. So. So issue polling is it's unique, sort of has unique difficulties because it is based on how you ask the question. And it's also based on whatever your your respondents understanding of the issue is. Right. And 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 then it becomes deeply kind of like a personal thing. Right. So if you ask them a question about tax cuts, they may or may, may have had some experience with the tax code or some experience with the small business or whatever that that affects their view of the policy so that you're not actually getting a true representation of the feeling about the policy. You're getting a, you know their feeling about the economy or something is mixed into how they feel about that policy. So it, it is hard. It's always been hard to pull the shoes, by the way. I mean, that's not a new concept. Uh, I do think that it, it makes it harder for policymakers to really understand where the electorate is and to have public policy that's responsive to what the electorate wants. Uh, but but it's not a new problem, and it's one that certainly is out there. So uh, I have a question about the office you're running for, and I will reveal to the listening audience my secret motive in asking uh, after you answer. <laughs> but you're, you're running for California state controller. What the heck does the state controller do? 
The state controller is the fiscal watchdog, uh, the person who's supposed to give accountability for every single dollar the state spends. So if you think about California as a $300 billion a year enterprise, that's how much we spend every year. Uh, this is the, the person that's supposed to give us accountability and transparency for how that money is spent. But more importantly, is supposed to tell us how the spending is working. Is it achieving results? Is it not? And so it, it is a particularly important position at a time when California is spending more than ever. And some of our challenges here, whether it's homelessness or public safety or the state of our public schools, some of those challenges, I think, are bigger than they've been at any point in my life. The idea of the government of California taking time to make sure it's spending money wisely and efficiently. I'll donate my next two paychecks and a kidney if that will help you. I mean, because it's so important. (laughs) So here's here's my secret motive in bringing this up. Off-year elections and so-called down-ballot races are important. And I just want to convey to the listeners... The forces that would turn wherever you live into another California or make California even worse, they turn out their people to elect controllers or attorney, uh, city attorneys, county attorneys, uh, attorneys general, that sort of thing. School boards. We've all learned how important that is. Show up and vote, especially in the off-year elections. Awesome. I agree. I agree totally with you. That's hugely important. And and you you mentioned a lot of these these races. I mean, the school board races are critical, but also the the, the races for these down ballot offices. We have eight statewide constitutional officers in California, and all of them play an important role. And people need to understand and study the ballot and and make informed decisions. Should you be controlling the fact that the Los Angeles Dodgers, with a two hundred and fourteen million dollar payroll, are attempting <laughs> to buy a World Series championship? Oh, jeez. <laughs> listen, listen. It's not, there's no such thing as buying a World Series championship. They're going to go out there, they're going to go out there and earn it. They're going to go out there and earn it, and I have every confidence they're going to win this series. I always always like it when people say this sort of thing, because I've been, you know, following this angle in sports for a long time. The Mets, who didn't make the playoffs, have the number one payroll. Uh, The Padres, who are the young upstarts trying to take on the Dodgers, have the fourth highest payroll in all of baseball. So (laughs) there you go. I was going to say, what are you, a communist? It's a for-profit business. Hey, we're up against a break, Lonhee, but it's always great to talk to you. Lonhee Chen, candidate for California State Controller with the Hoover Institution, Stanford University. Uh, Always a pleasure, sir. Stay in touch. Great to be with you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, one thing I I wanted to ask him, but we were running out of time maybe next time, is is there a coming split in the Republican Party over the war in Ukraine, as oh, some pundits boy. have been asking? And Tucker Carlson went hardcore last night, and he's usually, you know, a leading edge of a certain chunk of the right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he went hardcore, anti-supporting Ukraine. What are we getting out of this? It's the most corrupt country, and blah blah blah, and we're getting zero for our dollar and that sort of thing, which I think he's dead wrong about, by the way. But um. I just wonder if that's going to become become a real issue in the Republican Party. Good, because there's so little conflict these days. It'd be good to have a new one. We haven't done clips of the week. we got a bunch of different things to do. Oh, what was that great thing we did earlier we're going to do more of? Uh, oh, all of your Amazon devices are spying on you from your light switches to your Alexa to your whatever. Yeah, this is damned interesting if you haven't heard any of this stuff. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
I have caused a great uproar among our sports community by saying the Mets did not make the playoffs. Apparently, they made it into the play-in first round of the extra playoff games that they've added, which I'm against, which Alex responded to by saying, old man yells at clouds because I don't like new things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful. So you lied. All right. Uh, (laughs) So teams buying championships, your calls. (laughs) <laughs> what? What? Hmm? what? A lot of good stuff to get to, but first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Three, two, one, Peace and blessings, everyone. Lift up your ears to what I'm going to say right now. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> wow. Well, let me respond with two words. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Let's say that uh, I'm both a Prince fan, which I was in the 80s. No longer. (laughs) (laughs) Only on Thursday night. Everything is behind plastic plexiglass locked to avoid being stolen. How about soap, shampoo, conditioner, air freshener? Just like, look, look, Timmy, the stranger says he's got free candy, and in this economy, we've got to take a shot, buddy. we got to do it. You got an air tag. I'll find you. Okay, high class problems. I have not received directly an emoji in a year and a half. Wow. Is it your perspective that the Federal Reserve has already made a series of mistakes? So it's made two big mistakes that I think are going to go down in the history books. I don't think there will be a recession. If it is, it'll be a very slight recession. Here you have one of the most famous politicians in the country merging with a computer. It's not about kicking balls uh, in the authority or anything. I don't kiss anyone's ass like him. Ohio needs an ass kicker, not an ass kisser. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers. So is the president right? Are we facing a potential nuclear Armageddon? He likes to live good life. He's human being, uh, so he does not want to commit suicide with strategic nuclear weapons. I am offering this resolution that the committee direct the chairman to issue a subpoena for relevant documents and testimony under oath from Donald John Trump. I'm going to come to him and punch him out. I so I'm going to pay with you. I'm waiting for this. I'm going to punch him out and I'm going to go to jail and I'm going to be happy. You know, if you're going to be the brave hero that protects America, how about you fill out the forms honestly? No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Nuri Martinez says this about immigrants from the Mexican state of Oaxaca. She calls them short, little, dark people. I would like to have Nuri Martinez tell me to my face with that cackling of hers that we are the ugly Mexicans. Have soiled their seats. Unacceptable. I yield the rest of my time, but f- this. <laughs> I'm still laughing at that clip. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Let's not lose that one. Yeah. So, uh, my electronics are spying on me. You say. Every single one of them will tell you how, what they're gathering, and who's going to get it. And is it just inevitable? Is there just no fighting it? If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Armstrong and Getty Show. This yesterday on Fox Business, they were talking about inflation, and one of the contributors had a pretty wild complaint. Watch this, this is real. You wonder how bad inflation is? Yesterday, yes, I had a nice lunch at Taco Bell. Cost me about $28 at Taco Bell for lunch. Wait a minute. You spent $28 at yeah. Taco Bell for just yourself? <laughs> for lunch, yeah. It's, really? it's true. Okay. Yeah. 
The only way Taco Bell costs $28 is if you include the weed you buy in the parking lot. That's a, that, is a, that is absolutely... Seriously, if you ate $28 worth of Taco Bell, you wouldn't be on TV. You'd be on a stretcher. You know what I'm saying? Wow. More of the elitist shots at America's fast food. I, I, I don't know because I've never eaten at a Taco Bell, but I do know I could spend $28 in a McDonald's because I was shocked what it cost me and the boys to eat fast food the other day. Shocking. Well, I told I've you, got to admit. I had an $8 Big Mac, and geez, that was Boy. like probably two months ago now. I don't know what it costs now. It costs 8 bucks for a Big Mac. Yeah, I haven't eaten at a T-Bell in quite a while, but I, I find it extraordinary that you could spend $28 and consume it all. I mean, it's not known for being, you know, high-priced <laughs> per calorie, if you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, Jeff Fowler writes uh, about tech for the Washington Post. You've heard him on our show many times. You could have reached out to him, I guess, but um, wrote a terrific column. We've got uh, a link under hot links at armstrongandgetty.com. In the ultimate Amazon smart home, each device collects your data. Tour Amazon's dream home, where every appliance is also a spy. (laughs) He goes into a fair amount of uh, detail about... Um, that Amazon says it doesn't sell our data, but there aren't many U.S. laws to restrict how it uses the information, and he makes an excellent point. Data that seems useless today could look different tomorrow after it gets reanalyzed, stolen, or handed to a government, for instance. Right. And then he goes through uh, all the ways Amazon devices collect your data. He starts with the Echo Speaker, the one you wake up with the word Alexa. A lot of people just call it the Alexa. Uh, it collects audio recordings through its always-on microphone. God, I need to remember that when I'm in my kids' rooms, that there's a microphone in there. Hot mic. Hot mic. Yep. Keeps voice IDs to differentiate users. Detects coughs, barks, snores, and other sounds. Hillary Clinton got any comment on it collecting barks, Michael? Sorry. Childish. Uh, it logs music and news consumption. Oh, Fox News again. Let me make a note of that. Oh, so you're listening to the Beastie Boys. Apparently, we should something or other. Take away your right to party. (laughs) Yes. It logs smart home device activity and temperature, and it detects the presence of people through ultrasound. What? I didn't know it could do that. Wait a minute. Joe and Judy have someone visiting. I wonder who that is. Hmm. Let's let's turn on the microphone and try to find out. So I, I, I'm really struggling to figure out if this is something I should be concerned about or not. Well, yes, you should. You should be worried to death about it. But I'm not sure there's much you can do about it. Um, of I, I know there is, but it's a pain and, to opt out of every single right. cookie and device. Oh, and, right. I do that. I did, I've done that five times today. So have you. If you've gone to any website. Uh, would you like to adjust your cookie settings? And if you don't adjust the cookie settings, the default is they get to steal everything. Mm. Um, so if you go into the default, it takes you at least a minute probably to make your way through and confirm. And then some of them have the little thing where the screen jumps right when you're about to click it. So you click the wrong one. That's oh, very boy. clever. That's very clever. Whoever invented that. But it's, it's Joe's point is it's hard to opt out all this stuff. It takes a lot of time. And is it worth it? Is is there any point? 
Well, and I like this. Amazon touts privacy controls uh, like a physical microphone mute button. But when I downloaded my Alexa voice history, writes Jeff, I found the Echo had recorded many sensitive conversations after its microphone activated unintentionally. Really? Oh, whoops. Sorry. First, I'd forgotten that you can download what it's recorded. I should look into that because it'd be pretty interesting. It's recording your conversations. Yes. That's just... I mean, it's. Uh, I don't even like the fact that they're keeping track of what TV shows I watch on my smart TV. But that's a that's that's peanuts compared to their listening to private conversations in a bedroom. And it was years years worth of criticism before Amazon added a setting to not keep any audio recordings. So look at it. Now there are a bunch more devices. We'll go through them kind of quickly if we can. Uh, your Ring doorbell, live and recorded video. It takes and keeps them. Audio and photos of the outside of your house, when people come and go, when you receive packages, the status of linked devices like lights, because they want you to link all this stuff together. Why does it matter? Well, you're not the only one who wants to peer through your doorbell. Police have made tens of thousands of requests for ring video clips, uh, which doesn't bother me much, I don't think. Although uh, there is a privacy debate about uh, I'm also recording my neighbor's in many cases, from certain angles, sure. without their consent. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, your Fire TV or Omni TV set, <clears throat> it knows what and when you stream on Prime Video. When you open or close third-party streaming apps, it records audio for Alexa queries. The Omni TV also records information about what specific programs you watch using an over-the-air antenna. So it can reveal your interests, politics, joys, and embarrassments, and it's easy to forget Amazon is helping your TV watch you back. How about your uh, Kindle or Fire tablet, the uh, Amazon answer to the iPad? Uh, it knows what and when you read and watch entertainment and news, when you open, close, and how long you use third-party app, third apps. It knows your location. So it's another way to know your, your tastes, which it, helps, uh, which helps it sell you things, which among the many concerns here is a fairly minor one, um, really. Let's see. Uh, smart light switches. Or, or lights or shades integrated with Alexa. Connecting these devices to Alexa allows you to control and automate your home, turning off lights, etc. Amazon says Alexa can interoperate with over 140,000 different products. It knows when and where in the house you turn lights on and off in your energy use. Uh, these devices add to a body of seemingly meaningless data that could help make Amazon help Amazon make inferences about daily rituals, power use, and more. Amazon says it doesn't use this data for advertising. When I turn lights on, it's hard to picture a malevolent power. Right, I can't even you know, with using that. My paranoid mind come up with something there. Although. Although, if, you know, in Gavin Mussolini's fifth term, after he has the Constitution changed, like <laughs> Xi Jinping of China, oh, wow. when his uh, uh, green California New Deal mandates that you only run your air conditioning at certain levels, that sort of thing, I'm sure he'll subpoena, you know, uh, Amazon records to make sure you're complying with his uh, heavenly dictates. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Halo Band, which is uh, Amazon's health tracking bracelet with a microphone and an app that tells you everything that's wrong with you, as Jeff puts it. Uh, it monitors all sorts of stuff from your uh, activity, movement, heart rate, weight, sleep patterns, your voice, images of your body for estimating body fat, food consumption, preferences, shopping lists. 
Um, and uh, Amazon wants to be your artificial intelligence doctor or at least life coach, but the Halo ban can be inv- invasive. Amazon says it doesn't sell your body data, share it without your permission, or use it to target you with sales pitches, but that leaves, still leaves plenty of other ways for the company to mine your information. And they go into the Echo Show, the Echo Auto, the garage door with Alexa or Amazon key integration, the Euro Wi-Fi router, and even the Roomba vacuum cleaner, which Amazon is in the process of acquiring. So they can map out your house and the size of it and just learn everything they conceivably can. And finally, my favorite, the toilet with Alexa integration. <laughs> the This system allows for you to create personalized settings for your toilet, including a preferred temperature and ambiance. What ambiance? Temperature. Does it play music? Or? Is that for the heated can, seats? Yeah, you can even use it to flush with your voice. Alexa, flush the toilet. You know, I've gone the other direction in a lot of this comfort stuff where I just think, I just, how comfortable do I want to be? Is this good for me? To be just constantly every tiny little degree of comfortable. I just, I don't know. That might be stupid, but. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I do. I do. Uh, I, I love my dog, Baxter, but I remember when we had an empty nest for a certain amount of time, I was very uncomfortable with how little I had to do for anybody but me. Right, right. And I suppose I could have joined a volunteer organization or something, but I got a damn dog. <laughs> and again, I love Baxy Boy, but he's a big responsibility. I don't have that problem with two kids, but just like, do I need my toilet seat to anticipate my arrival and get to exactly the right temperature i mean it's just I, I just don't know if that's good for my i don't know i could be wrong yeah yeah let's see and ring security system echo frames ring always home cam drone i don't what? know where all this surveillance is going i don't know how big a problem it is i might i certainly would suspect that it's a huge problem i definitely don't know that there's any resisting it i think uh, I know they've chipped away at me. Everybody has chipped away at me over the years. I've gone from I left my I left my um, uh, GPS thing off on my phone the first dozen years I owned an iPhone. It was very inconvenient because if I ever wanted to look anything up, I had to go into the settings, turn it on, then I would look it up, then I'd turn it back off again. I finally gave in. Just I left it on, so now I'm tracked. I have a tracking device in my pocket, just like the new tracking device on my wrist that that goes everywhere I go. Um, that it just eventually wears you down. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Uh, one, this is a weird, weird example of how Amazon collects your data, and I think it it makes up, it proves a point in a weird, backwards sort of way. So back to Jeff Fowler's article, which goes on and on and on, super interesting. The smart soap dispenser. A bottle that automatically dispenses soap, lights up a 20-second timer, and can direct an echo speaker to begin playing songs or jokes while you wash. And what it knows when you wash your hands through a motion detector. Why that matters? We don't know what Amazon could do with data about your personal hygiene. Amazon says it needs the hand-washing data to help provide functionality. I'm using a lot of soap. No, they don't. It's all about selling products. It's all about collecting every conceivable shred of information about you for commercial purposes, governmental purposes, oppression purposes, surveillance. China! It's a scary new world. Tell you what. And I think we're just going to feel differently 
I already do when I know that like if I if I'm if I'm out in a town, I know I'm on video all the time. And so it just I, I mean it affects me, maybe it doesn't affect you. It's just the idea of always being recorded. It's a weird way to live your life. That's it, I'm going off grid. Where's the grid end? Right over there? All right, I'll take one step beyond it. I'm <laughs> Look, off the grid. I'm off the grid. Uh, I got go a back really... for occasional uh, purchases of fine wine and dining. <laughs> I got a good example of this sort of thing, but we're about out of time. We'll take a little break. We'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The car company Resvani has announced a new $250,000 SUV called The Vengeance, which has options for body armor, explosive protection, and night vision. So come hell or high water, your kids will get to soccer. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point about the SUVs. The Vengeance? What kind of name is that? I don't know. I drive hey, this one myself. A, yeah. It's capable of doing all kinds of things that I'm never going to do. 
So this is apropos of nothing. It's just funny. Uh, there's going to be a debate tonight between Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock in Georgia. A lot of people are watching that closely. Here's a debate featuring uh, Representative Angie Craig, Democrat of Minnesota. Um, and uh, this is the sort of gaffe you want to try to avoid if you can. I will never stop standing up for Big Pharma and standing against my constituents. <laughs> That's not what you meant? <laughs> Play it one more time, Michael. I will never stop standing up for Big Pharma and standing against my constituents. Well, at least she's, you know, out and proud, making it clear. So we were talking about electronic spying and all that sort of stuff, and I know I've mentioned the technology in my uh, Tesla. It's got cameras all the way around it, and it's constantly recording. So it records several terabytes of information. It's constantly recording on all the cameras. And then if anybody gets close to the car, it saves that clip, and then I can look at them later. I never do. Um, but the idea is if somebody damages your car or something like that, you could go back and look at it. But anyway, so I was killing time waiting for my son or something like that the other day, and I thought, I'll, I'll go in and look at all the, the, the recorded things. And so I've got gazillions of these clips. But so I looked at, like, yesterday's, my car being parked at work. And so it's recording everywhere, and I'm just sitting there and like, oh, look at that one and say, oh, that's when Colleen gets to work. Huh, I thought she'd gotten here earlier. You know, I'm looking at this last night because I can watch her walk by and walk into the building and then actually saw somebody kissing their girlfriend that I know because they were in front of my car. And uh, so mm. I, I, I'm watching, okay, you're kissing your girlfriend. Well, I thought you could do better than that. I mean, you, you wouldn't oh, think. <laughs> Talking about her. Um, you wouldn't think, though. When you're out and about, that the cars, and soon every car will be doing this, not oh, just mine, man. recording everything going on all the time and storing it. Well, and what's to stop the boss from parking their car in a strategic location and then reviewing all the uh, tape at the end of the day Excellent. to see what what went on, who showed up when, who did Excellent what, who's point. talking to whom. God, there was even video of me driving to work every day. I don't know why. I guess it records everything all the time, but it was recording this for some reason, and it was like Wednesday when I was going to work, and I watched the whole video of me driving to work. I thought, geez, you're driving awful fast. You're a little close there, aren't you? I mean, just the fact that it exists is weird to me. And I'm going to say this, Jack's going to whine and cry like a little child, but I'm going to say it anyway. Elon Musk depends on the Chinese communists for the success of his company. Do the math. You think that's why there's a surveillance on the Tesla? No, no, but it'll be used for ill purposes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, I see. It's final thoughts, boys, that'll do, boys. Soon we'll hear your comments, entertain us, give us closure, for the show is nearly done. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Michael, I've decided you shouldn't play that one anymore. It's too good. It's better than we deserve. It's like putting a dress on a pig or something like that. Speaking of pigs, that's my final thought. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. Michelangelo, our technical director, lead us off. For years, I've told my wife that the blender and the uh, toaster are watching us. (laughs) Who's crazy now, woman? (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) 
Alex. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Uh, Alex, final thought? You know, I was having a great day. My favorite band of all time released new music for the first time in a while, and then Jack had to go and trash the wild card round of the playoffs. It's a real round. It was three games. You know nothing, old man. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, he hey boomered him. Jack, a final thought for us. Yeah, so we were talking about that Supreme Court case with the pigs and how they're treated and everything like that. And I had bacon the other night. I bought a different brand, and that bacon was terrible. It was the worst bacon I ever thought. And I was thinking to myself the whole time, I'm glad those pigs didn't have any room to turn around. They don't deserve what? to be. Whoa, whoa. That was the whoa. worst bacon I ever had. That is so wrong. Wow. You know, my final thought is, I think I was texting uh, Judy during the show, what do you want to do this afternoon? We're going to take a nice long walk together. Leave the devices behind. Talk to each other. Look at nature. Did you Instagram it? it? Oh, yeah. I'm absolutely going to Instagram it. Going to pose in front of all the hot spots. My message to the pigs is this. You want space to stand up? Be more delicious. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Old Simple Jack. If they taste crappy, nobody will do that to them. Huh? So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Got a lot of great hot links for you. The articles we talked about. Pick up some A&G swag for the A&G fan in your life. Before it's Christmas time, it'll sneak right up on you. And grab the podcast. They're there at the site. See you Monday. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Can I make a, a very obvious point? So bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No, and then no. No, senor! No! And when it's over, it is over. It is over. So stop yelling at me. I'm just saying. It's cold. Enough talk. They ain't got no shame. Do you understand? I don't think so. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be happy. Okay. And on that possibly nightmare-inducing note. Have a great Friday, you mother... Uh, Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.